welcome to this week's episode of Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro. I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, producer of the show on the Incandescent Radio Network and Incandescent TV. We know you are going to really appreciate today's guest. Paul Ryan is a credit score expert. He's going to explain what they are, why they're important, and how you can do to make yours as stellar as possible. Just a little bit about Paul. He is a management consultant, corporate trainer, and author. His professional background and personal passion include education as both a recipient and information provider. So we know that he is going to do that in spades for us today. So now I'm going to kick it over to Rita to interview Paul. Well, thank you so much, Hope. And Paul, here is celebrating you. There's no time like the present to help people learn how to raise repair and retain a stellar credit score. So thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I know we're going to talk about all things credit, but before we jump in, everyone, I just want you to know that you can check out Paul's ebook. He will share details. Here it is. Raise, repair, retain a great credit score. So without further ado, Paul, can you explain to us what credit scores are? Yeah, absolutely. If I could go a little bit into a background, um, kind of where this got started. Um, I'm not a CFP like you, kudos to you, Rita. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm definitely somebody that knows about finance, um, including I I have a um, my insurance license. So really, the background of the book was that I was a victim of having a compromised credit file. Um, I used to have a security uh, government um, clearance, security clearance. And unfortunately, my file at the Office of Personal management was compromised. I got a letter from them saying you need to protect your uh, your credit file. So the first thing that I did was to um, what's called doing a freeze or locking down my uh, my three credit uh, three credit files. Um, and then, you know, I through time, I just um, I would give people advice unsolicited or not about how to um, either help their credit histories um, or, you know, protect their credit files. So that's really um, where it came down to. And um, so, yeah, so as far as the uh, credit scores, credit, the credit scores, we actually have more than one credit score. A lot of people are really not familiar with, with having multiple credit scores. But the primary credit scores are first from FICO, um, which is over 90% of the, of the creditors out there rely on, on FICO scores. Um, and then the three credit agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion said, well, why don't we pull together the different credit scores of FICO and uh, let's, let's create our own. And that's called Advantage Score. But uh, really credit scores, it's, it's an algorithm of, of five main factors, uh, including your, your payment history, uh, how much debt do you have? Uh, what type of credit do you have? Do you have just a, a credit card or do you have a credit card and a mortgage, credit card, mortgage and a car loan or a um, home equity loan, things like that. So um, so that's really what credit scores are. But the main thing is that they're a tool that, um, that really were created by FICO as well as the three credit agencies um, to to offer to creditors whether they deem a, a customer uh, credit worthy to generate uh, a credit card as an example or does that interest rate on a credit card or the mortgage need to be higher than say someone else with a, a better, better credit score but it basically it's a it's a barometer um, that creditors use whether they're going to issue credit or not 
And Paul, I did read your book and I thought it was so helpful and it is helpful. I'm saying was because I just read it over the weekend, but it is helpful. It is evergreen, helpful advice. So you kind of alluded to this too earlier. I don't think that sometimes people really understand why it's important. Like, what's a percentage? So why are credit scores or credit histories important for employment, for example? Well, some states, including uh, well, my former state of Maryland, I, I think you live in Maryland as well, but uh, I think there are a number of states that actually prevent uh, employers or potential employers for using credit scores uh, to uh, offer employment. Um, but some states that actually that's that's one of the mechanisms that, that use to, to offer employment, especially when you're in the finance industry. Um, or you're looking for a job in the finance industry, some companies can look at that and say, well, look, if you, if you can't handle uh, your own credit, maybe that's, that's a sign that you could be susceptible to um, you know, doing something um, unethical or even illegal. Um, so again, employers use, use credit scores um, to, some, some do that are allowed, will use credit scores to determine whether they're going to offer employment to a candidate. And what is considered like, I mean, I, there's a lot of talk out there, you know, your credit score needs to be X to get the lowest rate possible. And the reason why I'm asking this is like, my husband was getting ready to buy a car mm-hmm. and there's soft pull and he was distraught because he has his credit monitoring service. Come to find out the dealer pulled his credit six times. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, what does that, what's have to do with anything? What are their credit score ranges and what is considered excellent credit to get the best rate? Oh, sure. Well, the credit ranges are the two main ones. Again, there's FICO. So the FICO credit score ranges anywhere from 300 to um, 850. So um, and then the FICO score is a little bit different. Um, they're a little bit lower. Um, they're um, just below around, around 300 or so. They're kind of changing their algorithms. But again, really, the, the point of having the different levels, uh, the very top, like I said, is 850. About 1.6% of the population has a perfect credit score of 850. And, um, and then it, it goes from, and that range, perfect, what's called perfect or excellent is anywhere from 800 to 850. Then it goes to 750 to um, 799. And um, again, anything at 300 to 350 level is pretty much considered poor. Um, but again, it, really where it comes down to is these credit grantors they determine that whether they want to issue credit for you based on that credit history. And again, that's what part of the credit score is made up of is your credit history. Um, and if they do uh, offer you a loan, then the credit rating or the credit scores would determine the interest rate that you get. So really to, to be anywhere between 800 and 850 is considered to have excellent or, or almost perfect credit. And obviously 850 is, is, is perfect. So. Um, so yeah, it, it just comes down to, are they going to issue credit? And if they do, what's going to be your interest rate? Thank you for that. And how can individuals establish credit, whether you're a young professional or whether you, you know, uh, experience divorce and need to establish credit? It's not that you have bad credit, but maybe you have no credit. And in view of the lenders, not having history can be almost risky as having bad history. So what are some top three ways which people can establish credit? Sure. Um, well, one of the main ones that I, that I say that to offer, if you have 
uh, you know, kids that are trying to establish credit, let's say they're 17, 18, about to go off to college or, or maybe their first job, um, one of the things to establish credit is that they can become an authorized user. Um, as a matter of fact, that's advice that I offered to my brother for my nephew was to say, hey, John, you know, have Thomas be an authorized user on your card. And then it not only reflects my brother's credit score, but then it reflected um, my, my nephew's as well. So that's one way to do it. The other way is uh, some companies that they, uh, if you, let's say you open up a utility account, if they report that to credit agencies, that's one way to do it. And really the good thing about that is if opening up an account, is you know you're going to pay that bill, right? I mean, you don't want to you don't want to lose your uh, lose your power, uh, so you know pretty much that you're gonna uh, you're gonna be dedicated to to paying that you know paying that bill every month. So that's one uh, that's another way. Um, another is certainly a credit card, which is really the most common way that people establish credit. Um, and then again, just building upon your credit. A lot of people don't, you kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, is you know people not being aware of, of their credit scores and just really staying on top of your, of your credit. And a very, very simple thing to do. And I know sometimes you know, during our economy the past few years, it's been tough, but basically do either pay the balance in full every month or certainly pay the minimum, although obviously interest is going to accrue. And if you're running into some type of hardship, a lot of people think, oh, you know, the problem is going to go away if I can't if I can't pay the, the mortgage, I can't pay the car loan, I can't pay the credit card. Um, really just staying in touch with the credit card companies. It's, it's better to stay uh, in communication with them versus completely ignoring the problem, letting the bills and the interest rates, because it's not going away unless you're able to do a bankruptcy. And a bankruptcy can last anywhere from seven to 10 years on a credit report. So obviously that's not good. So th those are a few ways that uh, that people can establish credit. Absolutely, thank you for that. And it's just like the IRS, be proactive and communicate. It's not gonna go away. By avoiding the issue, um, you actually could be making it worse. So if we have good credits, mm -hmm. what can we do to retain our excellent credit history? How can we protect ourselves? Sure. Well, just like anyone who's establishing credit, certainly paying the, your, your bills on time. Um, it doesn't really, it's not so much an issue that if you carry a balance from time to time, uh, that, that's okay. Um, obviously, it's going to benefit you if you're paying off your credit cards every month for a couple of reasons. Certainly, it could have an impact on your credit score. But again, you're not paying the, uh, the interest every month on your credit card. Um, on the credit card balance. One of the things that I suggest is that if your interest rate is high on a credit card and you're not paying it off every month, then I always suggest to either just certainly pay down the, the highest, the card with the highest interest rate um, before any others, as well as uh, if you decide, hey, I don't even want to pay that interest rate, then you could certainly transfer your the balance to a, either a, a introductory no or low interest um, credit card. So you're, you've got a little bit of time before you're actually paying interest on it. So that's, you know, that, that's one thing. But again, I mean, it, it comes down to fundamentals, which is pay your bill. If you have problems paying your bill, then there, there are debt consolidation loans, which I don't really, 
you know, I, I don't think they work as as great as people think. They're not a they're not a panacea. Um, but um, but again, if it's something that can be beneficial to consolidate all your different um, your different debts, your different loans, then that's one thing to do. Especially if you can get a lower interest rate. But again, it really just comes down to paying your bills um, and then communicating with the creditors if you're having problems um, doing that. So. So of course, as I mentioned in the beginning, you definitely want to check out Paul's ebook. So Paul, this is a time for you to share your book, how people can find it, how we can follow your work on social media. Oh, absolutely. So um, going back to the book a little bit, I, I, I know there's so many books out there, uh, you know, hundreds of pages. And one of the things that I didn't want to do is I'm a published author. And, but I, and so I thought, OK, you know what? I don't want to do another book that's going to have a, you know, be a hard copy. So it's only available in PDF. And the reason for that was so that the, the book could be short. It's 50. The ebook is about 58 pages, but really more important than, than uh, or I should say just as important to be able to take immediate action um, just with the advice is, as you saw, Rita, that there are links within that um, within that ebook, um, especially if you're using it online, that you can click into uh, in the PDF. You can go to any of the credits, uh, the credit bureaus, and you can either dispute uh, inaccurate information on your credit score, or you can do what's called a credit freeze. Which, um, what that does is obviously it'll freeze your credit report uh, so that nobody can access it or you, nobody can get uh, generate um, any type of or open an account um, without your permission. So it pretty much locks down your um, locks down your credit file. But so that's why I wanted to make it really concise so that the, the call to action was was immediate for for the readers. And another thing that I try to do with the book, I'm also somebody who's very, you know, very much um, believes in humor and how to use humor. So I do have some humorous uh, tidbits in there as well. So I tried to marry the, the serious subject of credit scores and credit history with uh, with a little bit of humor. So, um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's been, um, you know, it's definitely been widely, um, ex, you know, uh, accepted and uh, people can find the ebook either at creditscoresexpert.com or on Amazon. Well, thank you for that. And I can say that the book does provide clear, concise, actual advice, and we could all use that. So thank you so much for being here, Paul. Now back to you, Hope. Thank you. Thank you, Rita and Paul. Excellent credit scores. You know, it's one of those things that's a necessary evil. <laughs> Keep them good, right? So thank you to all of Absolutely. our listeners and viewers for being here for Margaritas with Margarita Chang and credit score expert Paul Ryan. I'm Hope yeah. Gibbs, producer of the show. Thank you, Rita. We will see you all next week for another episode. Take good care. Thank you so much for being part of our Incandescent Radio and TV family. This is Hope Katz Gibbs, founder of Incandescent Incorporated, the PR and publishing company for women entrepreneurs. Our Incandescent Radio and TV shows are brought to you by our advertisers and clients. Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro, brings us 15 minutes of tips every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, where you'll meet experts who are helping us flex our financial muscles. Find all of the episodes at margaritachang.com. You'll also meet intuitive psychotherapist Kara Keem, who interviews therapists and other intuitive guides from around the world. Learn more at karakeen.com.
And you're gonna love social justice expert, Karen Hanrahan, CEO of the San Francisco-based Glide Memorial Foundation. She bridges the gap from local impact to global change on her thought leadership show on Incandescent Radio. Learn more about Karen at karenhanrahan.com. You're also gonna love Alina Liao, founder of the radical wellness journaling company, zenitjournals.com. Alina asks, have you tried to journal but found it hard to keep up? Zenit makes it easier to journal for your wellness. With Zenit, you can customize your journal with prompts that speak to you. No more blank pages. Your Zenit is your personalized space to take care of yourself. Website, zenitjournals.com. Feel it, write it, Zenit. You'll also meet amazing Tracy Schott, founder of voicesforchange.com. Tracy is determined to change the world and end domestic violence. Learn more at voicesforchange.net. And we are so thrilled to be publishing a book for Angela Mitchell, who is the tech expert of case management. And she's also the founder of this fabulous organization, Kids Code 2. She is determined to teach kids to code computers. Talk about teaching a kid to fish. We invite you to discover and peruse all the Incandescent Incorporated websites, the magazine for women by women about women, incandescentwomen.com. Our health and wellness magazine is beincandescent.com, the business of mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart. Our YouTube channel is incandescent.tv. And you can learn about our PR and book publishing services at incandescent.us. If you'd like to have your own radio and video show, check us out at incandescentradio.com, where you can see what we can do for you. These podcasts are also featured on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Our podcasts are produced by Brandy Wilsker. Our videos are produced by Nelson Benavides. Our website developer is Max Kukoy, and our incandescent illustrator and designer is Michael Glenwood Gibbs. If you'd like to learn more, please send me an email, hope at hopegibbs.com. Here is to your incredible, indelible, incandescent success. Much love and many thanks.